Hello and welcome to Advancing the Mission. This is where we keep you informed and up to date on what is happening in local outreach, global missions, and church multiplication, all through the lens of County Line Church. My name is Chris Kazmarek and I am the outreach pastor and your host here today. Each week we will talk with people doing the work to influence those far from God, both locally and globally. It is my hope that this inspires you to multiply the love and joy of Jesus throughout a hurting world, one life at a time. With today is Mercy. Mercy lives in Jinja, Uganda. Um, I'm just going to jump straight in. I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Um, and it would be great to hear a little bit about just kind of how you grew up in, in Uganda and, and what you're currently doing. Thank you so much. Uh, such such a blessing, such a privilege to be able to share about um, uh, the ministry work we do here. My name is Marcy Nika Kasada, and I'm a child of God. I'm saved, and um, I'm married to Paul. Paul, my husband, is a worship leader and music recorder, um, producer, sorry. And together we have three lovely children. We are so honored. To, be, to have been called by the Lord to serve with women here in uh, Ginger. And a little bit, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Sorry, uh, uh, Pastor Chris, um, I was born in Kenya, actually, I'm okay. a Kenyan, but uh, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of experience living in Uganda as well, but allow me to tell you a little bit about my um, growing up in Kenya and, and what really pushed my heart, what really the passion that God put in my heart mm -hmm. uh, for this ministry. Yeah, um, so I grew up in a small village called Buhalarire in Kenya, and we are seven uh, children. I'm the fifth born. I was born to um, Phoebe and uh, Festus, who are late right now. My, my parents died some time back. Mm -hmm. However, I just want to give you a little bit of my growing up and how that went. Um, while growing up, um, my mother, first of all, uh, she got pregnant. And her family by then, she was, uh, her mother was from an Anglican church. Uh, by then, they could not, it was a great shame in our village for a young lady to get pregnant, especially if they have, uh, their, the mother or the father is serving in the church. So my mom was pushed into getting married, I could say that, and because my, my grandma could not bear the shame of uh, having a child who is pregnant because mm. of the mock that would go around. So my mom decided to get married to a man he didn't really love so much, who was my father. Um, when my mom married from one tribe, because we are lawyers, and married to Marachi, that is a tribe in Kenya, it was really difficult. And my father did not know Jesus. My mom, having grown in, uh, in the Lord, she had a very hard time uh, in her marriage because the family did not know Jesus. They practiced a lot of witchcraft. And... Um, after uh, the birth of our, our last born, my little sister, my dad left for over 10 years. And um, we were together with my mom for those years going through a lot. Uh, my mom had to dig a lot of people's farm. And whenever my dad could come back, it was really, really difficult because he could fight, he could beat up my mom. And even sometimes we could be pushed to go sleep outside in the bush. And that those are some of the memories that yeah. I, I hold of my dad. 
Uh, it was not easy, but I thank God because of that experience helped me to grow up to know the Lord because when my mom and dad was taken away by uh, HIV, eh? so um, what happened with um, my mom having gone through that all the years, my father came home and he passed away because of HIV. Unfortunately, he infected my mother mm. and after three years my mom also uh, passed away of hiv i came from this village whereby hiv was believed to be a disease uh, a curse yeah. and witchcraft but not a disease and actually by that time 1996 um there was no uh, hiv medicine in the hospital in the public oh, wow. hospital yeah only rich people could uh, could afford the medication so if you could okay. get sick if any person in your family could get sick they could waste away until mm. when they die the family could take care of and fortunately or unfortunately i was there with my mom taking care of my dad day and night until the day he uh he passed on yeah uh, they took me to stay with my my uh my uncle my mom gave me away to my uncle so that i could be able to get to education those days education was very difficult and it was hard so being seven of us my mom was toiling so much to bring us up and she could not afford uh, to take to school all the children because she was um high uh she was a primary uh school dropout she never yeah. she was not educated by then her family the girls were not educated uh she kitchen was a place for the women and also it was not valuable to educate um uh, girls because they were seen as at the end they are going to be married so what is the importance of them being educated? Only boys were taken to school. But I thank God my mom pushed on, like few of us, like giving us out to the different family members, take care of us. But that particular year that my mom sent me to my uncle to stay, the year that I, I received Jesus Christ, I had um, a preacher on the, uh, on the radio sharing about the gospel. Mm. And then I accepted jesus and my uncle and wow. uh, my cousin led me to jesus so it was on that time that um, that year my mom passed away and we went to bury my mom things were hard but i thank god that god prepared my heart because i felt wow. like now i have a father who loves me mm. like never before so um we being seven of us being orphans and my dad was born the only child in the family from my my father's side they didn't have anything to like to help us so my uncle took three of us and mm -hmm. were helped by a missionary family so a missionary family brought me up i was fostered with two of my siblings and i thank god because that's when i came to know what really love means and yeah. what real um family means because i didn't know marriage existed <laughs> i saw <laughs> my father um uh, beating my mom and mm. kicking had so hard and i didn't know that really marriage was something I, I did not believe in it until when i saw a practical couple that loved the lord and took us in with my brother and loved us like our own i can't imagine my life how it would be if the lord did, was not so merciful to 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 bring us into a family that we love and i think that laid a big foundation into wow. even the ministry that we are doing today so I thank God for that outbring because um, 
God allowed me to test that life where we came from, uh, from my parents and then the foster parents, which was so different and which we saw a lot of suffering and everything going on. And afterwards, just having the hope in Jesus Christ that if you love, love can lead into something beautiful that you have never before, you have never seen mm-hmm. before. Because today I'm married because I saw my foster parent living a godly marriage. I saw them yeah. loving children in the orphanage that they had because we are the first one before fostered and then afterward we lived with other children. So out of that really helped us to know that love exists and you can share this love with other people. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, that is that is a beautiful story. I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of hard times in there, but also just I love the I love just how you like the Lord was in all of it. Um, so yeah, thank you for for sharing that and giving us a little background of of your life. And I and I think it does step into uh, lead into what you're doing today. So why don't you move into that? Talk to us a little bit about Women of the Way. Um, what what is that organization? What do you guys do? What are some of your goals? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, talking about the goals of Women of the Way. And what we do, uh, actually, just like, just to come from my story and link it a little bit, like having gone through that tough life as a young girl, it really prepared me to even love on other women because during high school, I did a lot of counseling and talking with a lot of women. For example, after my high school, I moved to Uganda to study for a social work and social administration. So in Kampala, I met a lot of children and the children led me because I love children as well. So yeah. they led me to the families. So after graduating a few years, I started working in this organization. And then um, in that organization is when uh, five women came knocking at the door, asking for some water to drink and food. And God is so amazing <laughs> because uh, they were speaking in Swahili. Uh, the Karamojong people that we serve with yeah. are originally from uh, from northeastern Uganda, mm-hmm. and these are people who have migrated from the uh, from their place of origin because of war and because of tribal uh, a dispute that has happened. So they came and moved on to change, especially on this land of Masese three that we serve. Um, to be able to look for a green pasture, but unfortunately, not that 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 is not what presents. They just entered into poverty and a lot of premature death and that happening. So when these women knocked at the door, they started sharing with me, would you give me some water? Would you give me some food to eat? And I was so excited because immediately, I think it's the Holy Spirit. Immediately, I just spoke Swahili. I asked them, I, mm-hmm. I spoke with them, Habari. And then they started sharing like, oh, you know our language. We can speak Swahili as well. So they started talking Swahili and mixing with some Kejong. And they shared with me that there were a lot of them, a lot of women who do not have a job. They are not educated. And actually, as they're sharing this, I'm picturing my mother because <laughs> God allowed these things out for the glory of his for yeah. his glory and honor. So they invited me and say, please, you've given us food, you've given us clothes, you're a young lady, and we don't know you, but I know one thing that that must be Jesus. Will you come and share the gospel to other women? So when I went to that slum area to share, I thought there were just six, seven, eight women, but I found like a hundred wow. women waiting for me i was just fresh from wow. the universe all i had is jesus i had my bible Amen. <laughs> and i 
with them the word of God. And in that time is when I felt strongly, yes, mercy, this is what God wants you to do. Because mm -hmm. I had this vision in my high school. And I, I just remember seeing a vision of um, a lady who was covered with a, a Muslims. They wear the black dress yeah. and they only put their eyes. Mm -hmm. So when God gave me the vision in high school, he told me that uh, in that vision that this woman has been wounded. She's smiling. She, you can see her eyes, but inside there's wounds mm. and there's broken. Go and love her. Go and show her the love of Jesus. And when I met these women, I remember that vision that the Lord gave me. Because all my life I was wondering, when am I going to serve? When am I going to reach the women? Because I worked with women, for, with children for a long time. And just few girls from high school and university, the interaction that the Lord allowed. So yeah. when they they sharing and pouring their heart and I had no money I had no food because when you go to the slum area the pain and the the situation and the scenario is heartbreaking mm. I continue uh, going out to share the word of God for for like every, for a long time and in the process um, um after in 2017 after I got married, because we got married in 2015, we started in 2015 sharing the word. And then when I got married, the women started coming to a veranda because in the slum area, there was suspicion. Why do you meet all these women? Do you have an organization? So uh, we started sharing the word of God. My husband also came in and could minister to the to the men, the husband of the uh, wow. of the of the women. And then 2018, we decided to register Women of the Way Ministry as a CBO, as a community-based organization, because we saw a lot of suffering. And I felt in my heart, if you don't touch their hands, how can you touch their hearts? So we, we thought like, uh, God will make a way. We don't know how, but we know that in the process, the Lord will open the door for these women to be yeah. uh, empowered, to be assisted. But in the process, we knew that without Jesus, there's no healing of hearts. There's no transformation. So that was our foundation as we we're starting the ministry. And when we registered, we have started on um, like one of our programs or our goals is to continue sharing the word of God to the women. We have discipleship. And in discipleship, we have Friday. Every Friday, we have like 90 women coming in the conference where we serve, where we pour into their hearts. I am telling you, these women came when they cannot even lift their hearts her eyes to look at people, but now they can. Now wow. they can testify. They felt discriminated Beautiful. because Karamojong people are not like um right. they are not like other Ugandan people. Mm -hmm. I'm sure when you're in Kampala, you saw the women, children begging, yep. and they believe that's how they are viewed. They cannot go to the hospital and be attended on. They cannot because they are pushed their dirty. But with the grace of God, sharing the word of God has transformed their lives. Now the women look much cleaner than I saw them. They can speak to your eyes and look into your eyes. Yeah. And one of the programs is discipleship. Um, we have also um, VBS, which is a, a vocational Bible uh, study for the children. Since these women cannot go to church, we provide a church. We decided mm -hmm. to teach them the word of God every Friday. And the, the, the children, we teach them uh, on Saturday. And we have seen kids who could not utter any words, starting singing the songs of Jesus, started memorizing the story of Noah, the story of God's faithfulness. And that those are some of the uh, under disciple what we have. We also have education. The children are not educated. As you know, many of Karamajong children are not taken to school because 
of poverty and the condition in the in the uh, in the community. But we thank God that so far we have been able to take um um 40 children to school. However, mm -hmm. we have uh, 150 children mm -hmm. waiting on a place to be yeah. able to go to school. So our goal is to be able to help these students get education because through that we're giving them a hope for the future and also to dream. Uh, we also um, have medical program uh, and our goal is to be able to help the women get medication. As I shared, the women were not even able to be given medication in the government hospital. Right. When we saw that struggle, we said, let's establish a, a small first aid where we buy some few medicine and then afterwards, we have a nurse who escort them. But in future, our goal is to have a small clinic and okay. have a place whereby they can be able to identify this is where we can go for treatment. So we are trusting God for that. Mm. Um, so land, because I, even as I talk to, to you right now, Mr. Chris, women are being evicted in, in the, uh, mm. the community in Karamoja, uh, Chikaramoja. We call it the Masese 3 Chikaramoja because it's more Karamojong. Mm -hmm. uh, they are being evicted because the government has made ginger like a town. So they are being sent out. Mm -hmm. And in the process of being sent out, many women are now on the street. And as a ministry, we are very limited. We are really trusting God for a land whereby we can build some rescue center or refuge where the women can come to and then afterwards move on or be trained, be counseled. So our goal is to get and also to farm food because food is very important. These women literally pick from the streets. They pick every morning, they go at five o'clock to pick food on the street and come back at six. And sometimes it's barely anything and that has really made their health not yeah. be so good. Yeah, so that is our prayer and that those are our goals for now. And also self-sustainability, we have tailoring program. We trust God that it can grow right. and many other programs that can be within uh, that can help them grow, feel empowered, but also being built in their esteem and their identity in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. Yeah, that's yeah. There's a you got. It sounds like you have a lot going on, which is yeah, and it's it's, it's beautiful to hear some of those stories and things. Um, yeah, and and when when I when I lived in Uganda back in 2013, 2014, we worked with a lot of the the Kiramajong people, and yeah, they're they're it's it's amazing that even in even in the country of Uganda, they are op oppressed uh, within the country. So, um, yeah, it's 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 definitely a big need um, there. So, um, and we, yeah, we saw that firsthand when we were working there. But um, I do want to ask. This is I'm kind of switching it up because you kind of answered our next question already, which is great. Um, but I I want to ask how we you know we're all the way in in the United States and in Indiana, how can we? What are some ways that we can help your ministry um, as 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 you move forward and try to reach some of your goals? Thank you so much, sir. Yes, please. It really fills my heart to know that God is our own our one God across the sea and back here in Uganda. I feel excited about God when I imagine about that. So thank you so much. Uh, one. And which is the greatest? Pray for us. Mm. Pray for the women. Pray for their hearts to know Jesus. Help pray that the children will rise, that God will raise a new generation in the women and the children so that they can change the history. The Lord changes history. He's mm. the one who picks us from the mud and he dusts us and pushes us up for the glory of God. I'm a true testimony of that. So please pray for us. And then um, please will you stand with us to be able to help women get medication because 
Uh, it's heartbreaking. We have lost a lot of our women because of insufficient medical supply. As a ministry, we, we don't have so much coming in, but we trust the Lord to provide. But will you stand that God can help us to treat these women? Mm. Our goal is one day to have a clinic. But in the process, we really need to help the women to be healthy as we try to empower them. Uh, the next is, please, will you help to help us send children to school? Mm. As I shared, we have 150 children waiting, hoping that they can also hold a pen, a pencil and a book to read and have a future for tomorrow. So will you stand with us and also just the daily operation if uh, we, we, can, we can have commitment, people who can commit to say we're going to support Women of the Way monthly to mm. meet their budgets, to meet uh, the needs that are there within the ministry because hunger and starvation that goes around here and premature death is enormous. But I know our God is bigger than this. So yeah. that is our cry to our hearts that you will please stand with us. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those are some great ways. And is there, if if somebody wants to give, is there a way online that they can do that through a website or something? Yes, please. Uh, I thank the Lord that uh, Fellowship International Mission has taken us on okay. as under their and we have been accepted as the missionaries so that if there's any support that can come uh, through United States, that it can come through that. So maybe at the end of this new, the means that they can send because we, we they have established our account there where our, the support okay. can reach to us as a ministry. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, we can, I can make sure we put some sort of link in there if somebody um, hears a story and wants to give. So um yeah, last question I like to ask everybody is what is maybe something that because of your work in Jinja with these women with the Kiramajong, what what is something that you learned about God or are continuing to learn about God uh, because of what you do? Hallelujah. <laughs> I love that question so much, by the way. God has taught me his love. I have seen God transforming. Uh, Hearts that are broken, I have seen God lifting those ones that never thought that they would make it, lifting them up and having hope again. Yeah. I'm telling you, uh, Mr. Chris, the sharing of the word of God transforms life. Jesus changes life. Amen. And when we share the love of the Lord and spread it and give it to others unselfishly and all with all our heart, the way Jesus Christ did for us, I'm telling you, the world can change. Yeah. Because just our emptiness, when we had nothing but Jesus, we have seen the transformation come. I have learned to rely on Jesus. I've learned to know that I am nothing without God. Because where I came from, a child from who was almost being thrown on the street, because mm -hmm. in my culture, young girls were given out to marriage. But Jesus secured me many times from being taken to marriage so that he could bring me up. Yeah. So that I can also be an encouragement to the life of young girls, the life of the women, and even the children right now. Our God is an amazing God. Amen. Awesome. Well, Mer Mercy, it has been a absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, just hearing the passion that you have, not only for the Lord, but for the work that you are doing, it's it's incredible. And I, I definitely think that the Lord has his hand on you and has his hand on the work um, of Women of the Way. So. Um, yeah, so we are so thankful to to have sat down and, and had some time with you. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much for for taking the time just to join us today. 
Um, and to th- thank you to everybody out there that watched or listened this week. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Advancing the Mission this week. I really hope that you were encouraged and that you learned something that maybe you didn't know before. If you have any questions or if you want to learn how to get connected to County Line or get connected to some of these resources, uh, then please just reach out to me. You can email me at ckaz at countylinechurch.org. If you would, we ask that you just subscribe to our podcast, Advancing the Mission, on either Apple or Spotify. This really helps us to connect more people from our church or also just people that are interested in learning about God's kingdom work. So thank you again for joining us. And thank you for being people that want to see the message of Jesus shared here and around the world.